Welcome into the Johnson City Small Business Podcast. Uh, we're all about connecting the folks of Johnson City, Tennessee to the small businesses in our town. Uh, welcome into episode one of season four. Uh, I'm your host, Ryan McKinney. Thanks for listening. Today, I'd like to welcome Rob Campbell to the show. He's the owner of All About Blinds here in Johnson City. So, Rob, welcome in. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Ryan. Excited for it. Yeah, I'm excited for you to be here, too. So, we'll, we'll get to your business here in a sec. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, kind of tell folks a little bit about, about you, about Rob Campbell. Yeah, how much time do you have? <laughs> I uh, grew up in Massachusetts originally, and... Um, in the 80s, went off to college and was a basketball fanatic and didn't make the team. So that was my life change right there and needed something to do. I found the Army, just kind of stumbled into it. It really wasn't a passion of mine growing up or anything. But I, I said, yeah, I could do this, joined the reserves and found out that I really enjoyed it. I wanted to do it full time. So went off in the Army in 1990 and never looked back, did 27 years and uh, lived all over the world, three combat tours, raised a family and... In 2016, my wife and I decided, okay, it's time for us to move on a separate journey, and we transitioned out and sprinted for the coast of North Carolina. Enjoyed four years there. It was wonderful, but we always had the mountains in our heart, and um, my son went to school in Asheville, so we've been up here frequently and found us a place to live. The pandemic hit. You know, my leadership business was uh, portable, and I could live anywhere, so we decided let's go to where we love, so we came here, and... uh, yeah, raised two boys, uh, both grown men. One's in Berlin, one's in, one lives in Asheville. Um, my lovely wife, Leslie, is an artist, and uh, both from Massachusetts, my high school sweetheart. So we traveled an army journey of 27-plus years and uh, wound up here in Johnson City where we've decided to plant roots because this place is awesome. <laughs> yeah, we agree, Love and we're, we're glad to have you. And uh, first and foremost, right mm-hmm. from the top, um, from me and, and from our listeners and our community here, thank you for your service to our thank country. You. We appreciate that. I appreciate that. It means a lot. Um, so you, you come to Johnson City. Um, you mentioned your, your leadership uh, company. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Yeah, so I, uh, when I retired in 2016, you know, the Army was easy in terms of a career field and a future. Should they show you everything and you get a paycheck, your family's carried for, you know, really not much thought goes into it. And once you transition out, it's the first time in your professional life you get a blank sheet of paper. And that's pretty daunting because, you know, the Army tells you what your passions are and what your purpose is, and all of a sudden that's done, and now it's time to decide what's what's next. And listening to that purpose and passions was really important. And I knew enough when I transitioned, and, and I consider myself an exception in this respect, not because I'm better than anybody else, but I had the good fortune of going through a course when I was in the Army to learn my core purpose, which is to make a difference in the lives of others through optimistic leadership. Sounds kind of like a bumper sticker, but that's why I'm placed in this earth. So I knew I had to pursue that, and there's a variety of paths I could have taken. I decided to take a year off because three combat tours and commanding paratroopers and all that stuff and being a ranger and, and demands of the profession. I just wanted to kind of process all of that. And I kind of stumbled into writing by accident, wrote a book on leadership in that spring of 2017 and decided, okay, I could sell this. I could make a business around this. Hmm. So I did, did a startup <clears throat> and had no earthly idea what I was doing in business. But, you know, I just thought they'd come screaming at my door. I'm an army colonel, right? I've got three combat tours, three bronze stars. They'll come flocking. No. 
not so much. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I chipped away at it and stuck with it. And um, I uh, speak professionally. I coach, uh, executive coach. Uh, I do some training as well. And I've done some consulting. Though I really love the coaching and the speaking the best. So that's been what I've really been up to since I transitioned, along with some veteran stuff that I'm doing. I'm happy to talk about but what I discovered in the journey is that leadership business is more of a lifestyle business for me. It's nothing I'm going to scale and grow and sell. You know, the, there's, no, there's no exit plan. It's just mm-hmm. when I stop doing it. And that's okay. Uh, but I really got into entrepreneurship, and it was another mountain for me to climb, another challenge perhaps, and started looking at buying a small business, an existing small business, because mm-hmm. I'd done the startup route, and it was painful. And so I was looking for something that was already functioning, and I just, I'm very good at networking, love networking, love functions like this and podcasts. And so started immersing in Johnson City and met the most wonderful people ever. And my wife and I are critics of different places. You know, we've moved 17 times, sure. four times since retirement. So we've been all over the world. And it was just person after person down here. And the community was so good. And it's veterans everywhere. The yep. VA is fantastic. So I started networking and asking about uh, existing businesses to buy, and a broker introduced me to All About Blinds. This is last June. And I went and met the owners. I uh, got a chance to look at it and look at the books and all that stuff, and very healthy, uh, wonderful people, Gail and Randy Collins, that built that from scratch and really established a great relationship. Mm-hmm. And I saw it as almost a duty of mine to carry that on um, and take care of their customers and give back to the community. So... Looking at that business, it was a great vehicle, a revenue engine, if you will, for all the things that I want to do. So and it's, it's funny. It's, it's not about blinds, even though it's all about blinds, right? <laughs> so that's what, that's what brings us in this direction, yeah. coming down this way, because we're up in Flag Pond about sure. 30 minutes you know, up by the border. But um, that's kind of what brought us here. And it was a combination of things, healthy business, great community, area that we love, a chance to grow, give back to a community. And so it was just everything came together, and, and we decided to, to do it. Made the purchase in uh, January of this year. Congratulations. Thank you. That's great. So talking about a lot there, mm. um, you're authoring books. What, um, what caused you to, to have that desire to write a book? Was there an early expe- experience <laughs> where you kind of had like this epiphany that, that language has power? Or was it just, you know, years of leadership experience that you're like, you know what, let's just, uh, I think I can share with people and, and provide insight. Yeah, all the above. Um it was funny how I stumbled into it. I'd, I'd always enjoyed writing. I never really had much time for it in the military, uh, but it was just something I enjoyed doing. And in in retrospect, in, in thinking about it and reflecting on it over the last few years, I'm an artist. I never really knew that. Um, I'm a creator. Hmm. I do so through the keyboard, not a painter or anything like sure. that. I love wordcraft and be able to you know put it together. I blog twice a week and written two books. Even as a kid, were you like writing like loving English, loving book? You know, you know what? I don't know that I would say it was a love affair, yeah. um, but I just, I had a, a great influence in high school. Miss Tornikowski okay. was my high school English teacher in junior yeah. year, and I tortured her because I was a smart ass and a comedian. And, um, <laughs> but she really 
brought that out of me in writing, and and I flourished. I didn't quite know it, and maybe it, it sat dormant for a while sure. while I was in the military. Yeah. Um, and then it came back. And so January of 17, I'm at this entrepreneurship conference with a friend of mine, and we're sitting about around a bunch of non-veterans, realtors, and mm-hmm. there's this one guy sitting next to me. This dude's a machine, right? He writes a book in 100 days, and he's talking about it. Well, that pissed me off. <laughs> so it's like, okay. I got some for that. All right. <laughs> so it was a challenge for me, and I yeah. and I went back and I you know I started connecting with some people that had done it before, trying to figure out how do you write a book. It's daunting, and sure. kind of scratched an outline together, look back at it, so yeah, I could write about that all day long. So I got the outline together, and I kind of stumbled through. It. And there were days I couldn't write a sentence, and other days it just flowed out of me. And even then, I didn't when I when I wrote the first book, I I didn't realize it was what I do. I'm a writer, right? Like I'm a runner or I'm a weightlifter mm-hmm. or I'm a whatever. I'm a writer. And it, it was only after the journey that I kind of discovered that. And yeah, so I cranked the book out in 90 days and <laughs> and uh, I found a great publisher. I love my publisher, Kate Colbert, who helped me get this all put together and get it up on the shelf, get it up on Amazon. And I've had a blast with it. I have no idea how many I've sold. But to your, you know, to your question, um, it started... Uh, absolutely as something I wanted to give back because I had some successes in leadership had a a bunch of failures too and I wanted to talk about both those and I really wanted to share it with the private sector you know the the business community because I thought I had a lot to offer there so I wrote it with all those people in mind but really at the end of the day I wrote it for myself and that's okay and I only discovered that after reading um Elizabeth Gilbert's book uh Big Magic she's the eat pray love lady right my wife said, I need to read that. So you're crazy. I'm an army ranger. I don't read. <laughs> eat, pray, love. So I read Big Magic, and it was in that book I discovered that that's really what it was. It was writing the book for myself, and that I really enjoyed it. And so I decided to take on the second one. The second book is about veteran transition, because I was going through that mm-hmm. um, very traumatic experience, just kind of entering back into a society I'd left behind. And it was just wonderful. It was therapeutic. And so I do write these books a lot for myself, but I do have somebody else in mind when I'm writing them. The leadership book has helped a lot of people. The, sure. the transition book has helped a ton of veterans that are transitioning, thinking about the actual transition and navigating it. So long answer to a short question. So the first book, it's personal, not personnel. Yep. Leadership lessons for the battlefield and the boardroom. Correct. Second book, At Ease. Mm-hmm. enjoying the freedom you fought for a soldier's soldier's story and perspectives on the journey to an encore life and career yeah and that's what it is i mean i, I transitioned out at the age of 50 yeah so i got a lot of fuel in the tank right? sure and there's a whole encore a lot of people are doing that i've kind of found that term encore career because nobody's really retiring these days yeah, no, you know I they're agree. moving on to something else yeah and it's a big step right and so i've had actually i've had a lot of non-veterans read that book and get a lot out of it so Randy read it, the guy I just bought the business off of, because yeah. they just go through a big transition, and sure. they've enjoyed it. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Well, talk about this um, this veteran business collective as well. Yeah. And, um, and how that's tied into, one, your entrepreneurship journey, and then, two, obviously, your, your world of, of being a veteran. Sure. Um, well, of course, you know, I was traveling my own transition journey, mm-hmm. and there were things that frustrated me, and it were difficult uh, just the, the the language difference and the the code I live by and the um, the values that I subscribe to, and, and I saw some of on the outside that you know affluence and selfishness and self righteousness and 
and things like that. Listen, I've met some wonderful people. Um, it's just like anybody else. You pick out the good ones and you hang out with them. Yep. I've met some wonderful people, far younger than I, but have, in, have been in the space or are in the space that I now am. It's private business, and I've learned a ton from them. Um, but I, I, I wanted to talk about the journey. It was just another, maybe a leadership book for me, but in, in a different respect of talking about veteran transition and getting you know, society and veterans together because there's a chasm that separates us. They respect us a lot, but they don't understand us. And I don't even Absolutely. like to use the word they. Was, we've got to come together because I sure. need, we veterans need non-veterans because we're in that space now. Right. And I believe that non-veterans need veterans for what we bring into that. Wouldn't it be powerful if we could all team up? So that kind of became another cause of mine, if you will. And I got to speaking about it and interacting. And I joined on with this organization called vet to ceo it's a virtual entrepreneurship course, free for veterans, a nonprofit. Had a lot of fun doing that. And met some great people in the city of Wilmington, North Carolina, one of yeah. which was Chase Roth, a Marine who had transitioned out and went into entrepreneurship. And he wanted to get the group together. There were a lot of business owners, veteran business owners, but we were nothing really bringing us together. Yeah. So he started this, and we all jumped in early with him and you know, brought people into it, and it just took off like wildfire. The mission of uh, the Veteran Business Collective is to leverage the, the veteran business community to create a sense of belonging and economic success for transitioning veterans and really anybody because we don't want to isolate ourselves as just a bunch of veterans. We want non-veterans together because there's power in that. So. Yeah. It's for veterans, non-veteran supporters, and military spouses, which are grossly underrepresented and appreciated, in my my, my opinion. So uh, when I left Wilmington, uh, the VBC had just kind of kicked off, and it really took off like wildfire. And I saw that value proposition of getting together. So they meet once a month. We meet once a month here in Johnson City. But we also have this interactive Slack channel, which that's where a lot of people are communicating nowadays Absolutely. on chat platforms yep. well the slack channel is 24 7 right so you don't have to wait for that monthly meeting you can meet people on the spot hey i need a roofer i need a lawyer i need an accountant hey i know somebody right powerful and businesses come together on that platform and so he created all that and got the website up and running i said okay i'm taking this west and uh, when i got down here to johnson city and i noticed all the veterans that are down here the tri-cities really sure um I said, my God, there's got to be hundreds, if not thousands, of veteran business owners down here. And who's bringing them together? There are some, um, you know, organizations that are doing some things, but not specific like what the VBC does. Sure. And so that's what we're up to, uh, bringing that group together like that. Because it's, like you know, I mean, as you know, with this forum that you have here, really powerful to leverage that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned um, spouse, yeah. spouse advocacy. Talk, talk about your veteran and, and your veteran spouse advocacy. Yeah, I, um, you know, everyone knows veterans and yeah. they have a sense of what veterans bring. Well, spouses bring the same thing. Um, my wife, Leslie, when we transitioned, she went to find a teaching job. She has a teaching degree. Now, she had been out of the profession for 10 plus years because she raised our sons <laughs> and we moved from base to base right. to base. She had a hard time finding work because she'd been out of the profession for a while. Okay, sure. Maybe she's a little rusty, right? Uh, but what she brings to a school is leadership, worldly experience, problem solving, 
uh, a set of values that we live by. She grew up, or we both did really, in a values-based society, that building the military. And a lot of military spouses bring this into organizations. Because while they may not wear the ribbons or be the ones in command, they're right next to those that do. And that's, it's infectious and it's powerful and that's what they bring. But their resumes don't state that. And I think a lot of people just don't understand. She stated that first job she went to after we retired for a year and left because they just failed to put their arms around here. The whole leadership problem uh, there. And it's a pity because it was only at the last minutes they realized who they had walking the halls. But it was too late by then. And so I'm a big advocate for military spouses and what they bring and and a champion of that. So whatever I can do to promote them and, um, and, and help companies understand what it is they're getting when you see military spouse on a resume and then I'm all about it. I've hired a couple myself into my leadership business because I do want to practice what I preach. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Um, So tell me about your business a little bit. Yeah. Tell me about all about blinds. What's your, what's your, uh, what's your value proposition? Well, uh, the value proposition. So what value do you get when you come to all about blinds for us? You, there certainly is the quality of product, you know, the, the, what of what we do. Uh, we sell a variety of window fashions, shutters, blinds, and shades. Uh, Hunter Douglas, primarily. We sell some other brands, but primarily Hunter Douglas, which is a 100-year-old company, a uh, very good quality product that we sell. Uh, and that's all great, and we're really good at it, and we're hyper-focused on being the best that we can be in doing that, selling and installing this product. But really, what I believe to be important, what we believe to be important, is relationships. Mm-hmm. And because if you're looking for a plumber or a roofer or whoever, well, maybe you want to go find your Uncle Larry. Well, Uncle Larry doesn't install window treatments. So who are you going to find? Well, someone you've got a relationship with. Meaning we connect with our customers very personally. We want to get a sense of where they're at in their lives and what they're doing and treat them well and be there for them. Be on time, be courteous, and, you know, take good care of them as if they've become family members with us. That's how we approach things in, in All About Blinds. And I, I believe that's, that's the value prop right there. It's the relationship. That's why they're going to come back to us. They, they, they can trust that we're going to be there for them. Uh, they can trust that we are interested in what they have to say. They can trust that we are going to take the inconvenience on ourselves, never them, uh, and be there for them. So, you know, that's what we're really focused on because I, I know that's important. And there certainly is the being on time, being professional. You know, I bring a lot of my military experience into this business because I know the things that work. So, you know, our vision is, uh, you know, caring for ourselves, our customers, and our community. And Hmm. like I said at the beginning, um, I want to be the best, you know, window treatment company, blinds company that I can be. And we'll always focus on that. But... Uh, this is a tremendous opportunity to give back to the community. I'm working with a group right now to sponsor an Afghan refugee uh, and their family. I've offered to hire and employ the family patriarch into my business. Well, that's great. You know, so the, what the business does, it allows me, it gives me that mm-hmm. revenue stream to be able to do something like that to give back to the community. So right. that's kind of what we're all about over there. That's great. Much more than blinds. Yeah. <laughs> All about blinds, but more than more yeah. than blinds. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, a lot of times, like when you're coming into a business and 
and you're getting a fresh perspective on things Mm -hmm. that as great as ownership is or um, a new position in the the force or or something like that, you're like, oh, I'm looking at this a little bit different. What have you seen that is now trending in your industry that you're like, oh, I think we might be able to take advantage of that or, oh, we've kind of taken advantage of it, but, but this is the future of this mm-hmm. industry of, of window furnishings or, or what, what does that look like in your yeah, world? Yeah, I think it centers around technology, um, which has creeped into everything, right? Yeah. And uh, which is good. You know, when, when you think about uh, window fashions from a very basic, you're just thinking about blinds, you sure. know, open and close in the slats or a shade. You pull a shade, the sun's blocked, you go to bed. Uh, it's so much more than that nowadays. I mean, you've got, you know, opaque, op- opaque levels, you know, they can screen the sun out instead of, you know, room darkening, light filtering, uh, all the power, motorization that yep. goes into win- uh, window fashions nowadays. All things that have really opened my eyes to what's possible. Cellular. Uh, meaning, you know, the honeycomb type shades or the sure. in energy efficiency that you gain nowadays. The different types of lift, lift systems, you know, light rise where you just put your hand under it and let it up and pull it down. Oh. Top down, bottom up. <laughs> I mean, right. yeah, the list goes on. So it's been a, it's been a, a real steep learning curve to learn all about the Hunter Douglas brand and really refreshing to kind of see what is happening out there and what the options are. You know, a lot of our customers get an education when they come to the showroom because they didn't realize this stuff existed and the different variety of, you know, the variety of options they have for window fashion. So it's been a lot of fun in that respect. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine if you haven't done it in 10 years, then it's like, oh, well, look at how technology and and, um, material and... the opportunity has changed for for homeowners. It's like a car, right? I mean, you think about Absolutely. a car 10 years ago to That's what right. you get today, vastly different. Right. It's the same thing in window fashions. It should be. Well, where can people go to find you, find your business, uh, connect with you? you got a lot going on. you got mm-hmm. a lot of uh, opportunities to connect with folks and, and help them in different ways. Um, so with, with kind of two different facets of, of connecting yeah. to you you know talk about all about blinds how can they get connected to you there yeah, there's a couple of places our uh, website is uh, all about blindsjohnsoncity.com you can find us there if you go when a lot of people google you know blinds window fashions um they'll catch the hunter douglas brand which will direct them to us because we're the only hunter douglas dealer in the area and so uh, you can find us that way, certainly through the website. Or we're over on East Springbrook Drive, which mm-hmm. is just off Roan Street uh, near the Harbor House Restaurant, That's right. um, 207 East Springbrook. We've got a great showroom over there. Oh, by the way, my wife is a um, custom picture framer and artist, so she's got a gallery in the back called Ravenworks. And so when I bought the business, they were both existing there, and so we just took that on, and she's having a blast with that as well. But... Uh, got a great team. Would love to have people come over and, and meet the team, have a cup of coffee, hang out, um, and we could show you all the different stuff and and help you out. So you can find us there mm-hmm. um, on the leadership side, which yeah. I'm still doing. It's robcampbellleadership.com. That's my uh, main website. I'm also on LinkedIn at Rob Campbell Leadership. But I've kind of kept that brand separate, yep. you know, so as not to confuse 
uh, folks. So yeah, Absolutely. LinkedIn and, and my website, the two big places I hang out. I blog twice a week. Okay, um, it's a lot of fun. They get a lot of we get a lot of great feedback about it. I've written about Afghanistan and Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wrote about the Will Smith incident recently. Just you know, sharing some thoughts and sure. my experience and. Um, yeah, so uh, robcampbellleadership.com is a place to, to come check me out there and uh, really look in the network. So grateful for this opportunity to be on the show here, but um, so eager to meet more people here in Johnson City, as in the Tri-Cities, really. It's been such a, such a great area. So, Well, hopefully we can help you with that. Absolutely. We've got a good group of listeners. So mm-hmm. um, I'd like to thank you for investing your time with us here today, yes, Rob, sir. on the Johnson City Small Business Podcast. And I'd also like to thank our listeners for investing your time with us today too um please subscribe to the podcast i mean these are the kind of opportunities we have to connect with our small businesses in johnson city and make sure also to check out better every day with brad weems here on the maypop media uh, podcast network and special thanks to maypop media and my new sound engineer mitch mcgarry new buddy of mine who's responsible for romance in your ears today This is the Johnson City Small Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McKinney. And until next time, keep living your life by design.